all means, it doesn't mean that only people who have access to healthcare in a urban center with a large healthcare facility. It means reaching out to the rural health community that may not have access to a specialist. How do we find solutions to help those people in those communities get access to healthcare? How do we help people who live in food deserts, who need to improve their health outcomes but don't have access to good food? What are some solutions that we can provide for those communities? Hello and welcome to HIMSCast. Since 2006, HIMSS has convened stakeholders once a year for National Health IT Week. This year, the organization mixed it up a little, hosting Global Health Equity Week instead. In this week of online events, HIMSS highlighted the role of digital health in the areas of maternal health, patient identification and safety, public health modernization, and telehealth. Today, I'm joined by Moby Health Managing Editor Laura Lovett. Hi, Laura. Hey, happy to be here. Laura and I are also joined by Denise Hines, Chief America's Officer for HIMSS, who was heavily involved in Global Health Equity Week last week. Together, we'll be looking back on the week and looking ahead to the future work HIMSS hopes to see coming out of it. Welcome to the show, Denise. Well, thank you, Jonah, and thank you, Laura, for having me today. Very excited about um, what we're talking about today, Global Health Equity Week and um, the Global Health Equity Network. Yeah, I'd love to start off if, you know, a lot happened last week, you know, could we dive into what were some of the takeaways for you? Sure. Well, as Jonah mentioned in the introduction, our members are used to participating in uh, National Health IT Week, and we would normally meet in Washington, D.C., and we would um, demonstrate the power of health information and technology to transform health. We would talk to policymakers. And we would also work at the local levels with our chapters to do the same for their states. This year, we recognize one with COVID, uh, the pandemic, that bringing groups of people together in Washington, D.C. may not be um, possible. But we also recognize it's a great time to transform what used to be National Health IT Week into Global Health Equity Week. So this year in 2020, we at HIMSS leveraged that power that we, we established using National Health IT Week, and we launched the Global Health Equity Week. And Global Health Equity Week focused on displaying our value and the potential of health information and technology to transform health and to eliminate, help eliminate health disparities. And as you mentioned already, Jonah and Laura, we focused on maternal health patient identification and safety, social determinants of health, public health modernization, and telehealth. And our members, our staff, um, policymakers, participants, we've had an overwhelming response to the work we're doing. It's been an amazing experience from our staff who pulled together. And, and I personally believe this is the best of hands. What we saw last week, what, what, what our members engaged in, I believe was the best of hymns, hymns at our best. So our industry embraced the, the inaugural year. Was the participation, I know it's always in, in these uncertain times, doing a, something digitally for the first time, doing something different, it's, it's always, you never know quite what to expect. So were you 
uh, happy with the amount of engagement and participation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Again, as I mentioned, I believe our response was overwhelming. I believe people, not only the HEN staff who um, worked on the week with us uh, internally, but our members, participants, always, they want something to embrace, um, and they really embraced it. Uh, we hosted three webinars with a diverse global representation of providers, government leaders, innovators and industry experts who focus on health equity. Um, the Global Health Equity Week, we kicked off a virtual policy march and that march is still happening. It enabled our participants to contact their elected state officials virtually. So what we did is we prepared, uh, HEMS prepared a letter and we highlighted the steps that their states could take to enact policies that help address maternal health patient identification, safety, public health, and telehealth. And again, this is ongoing. And we've had so far 42 states represented, over 317 participants. We engaged all of our chapters. Our chapters not only participated in the uh, virtual events we hosted nationally at HEMS, but they also created their own events. So they participated in our virtual live events, webinars and hosted some of their own virtual networking, including local policy discussions within their states. I'm actually very proud, Jonah, to announce that we, um, with the HEMS Foundation, funded professional certifications for diverse students and professionals who are pursuing careers in health information and technology. That's, that's awesome. So HEMS from our foundation funded those grants um, for professional certification. So that was uh, an amazing accomplishment. That, um, not only have we demonstrated at HEMS that we have the power to convene and, and work with our members and stakeholders, but we're committed to the cause too. We, we donated funds directly from our HEMS foundation to support these um, certifications and uh, scholarships for students. I love that it was really a week of action, not just about um, education or, or dialogue, but the virtual march, um, I'd love to hear a little more about that and, and how that works. Um, and and I, of course, we'll, you said it's still ongoing, so we'll add a link to it in the show notes so people can, can get involved if they want to. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, it, it's very easy to get engaged. Um, we literally sent a, um, a an icon or a... Um, stamp for our members to click on. And when they click on it, we have, we've helped identify their policymakers that they can create and fill in a and send those letters directly to their policymakers in their areas. So we made it simple. Our members really embraced it and we, we, we considered that our first virtual march. We also had virtual meetups um, this week where our members could, um, meet others who are committed to the same causes, who have um, the opportunity to want to talk to others. We provided meetups for um, African-American special interest groups, Latinx, um, telehealth topics, maternal health topics. So all of our com communities and groups who are interested in having a chance to talk about these topics for the week, 
we also created the virtual meetups. So that went well. Um, and I, I believe we'll, we'll get some additional dialogue that will continue throughout the year around maternal health and the other topics. A big announcement, um, Jonah, that we also um, did this week during Global Health Equity Week was we announced the Global Maternal Health Tech Challenge. So once again, not only is HIMSS talking the talk, we're walking the walk. We're sponsoring a, a global maternal health tech challenge that will start across the globe and end at um, the global conference HIMSS 21. So we launched it, uh, we're launching it across the globe and winners from each region will um, we'll choose a winner who will create a solution to address maternal health. Um, and each winner will be um, given the opportunity to um, have all their expenses paid to attend the HIMSS Global Conference. And then we'll do a final, all the finalists will show up and we'll pick a final winner. And again, HIMSS will um, put funds towards from our foundation towards sponsoring and supporting that health tech challenge. So again, our members are engaged, they're excited, um, and we've had others, um, other members and sponsors who want to participate, help us continue this global health tech challenge across the globe. So it's, it's really exciting. Um, and we, we've identified so many new partners and collaborators who are interested in maternal health and health equity to have to figure out how we're going to manage the increased interest and, and, and um, work through all these uh, new opportunities that are coming our way. So it's been really exciting and I'm really excited about what's next. You know, I'm interested to hear a little bit about sort of the drive to have Global Health Equity Week. Um, you know, 2020 has been quite a year and, and we've seen a lot of inequities in healthcare. Could you talk to me about the drive and, and how this week came together? Sure. Um, well, actually, the Global Health Equity Network was launched last year with the focus on allowing us as HEMS to work with our members to be intentionally focused on addressing or providing solutions to address um, underserved populations, health disparities in underserved populations, underrepresented groups. So our goal is to really work on our mission providing access to healthcare for, for all, um, realizing the full health potential. And what that means is, all means, it doesn't mean that only people who have access to healthcare in a urban center with a large healthcare facility, it means reaching out to the rural health community that may not have access to a specialist. How do we find solutions to help those people in those communities get access to healthcare? How do we help people who live in food deserts, who need to improve their health outcomes but don't have access to good food? What are some solutions that we can provide for those communities? What are ways that we can talk about the need for people to have transportation to get to appointments and checkups? So those types of discussions um, and understanding how certain populations or minority groups or others are impacted by healthcare and lack of um, or focusing on health disparities was necessary to um, uh, 
um, as, a, as a foundation of Global Health Equity Network. And bringing awareness this week through the Global, Global Health Equity Week has been a, an, an, an amazing accomplishment. What were some of your, um, what were some of your favorite uh, things that you learned or, or that you heard or people you heard from during the, the webinars and, and some of these events? Yeah, I, I would say, Jonah, and I, I hope everyone listening will at least listen to one or two of our webinars. I think all of them were equally powerful. But I think what we, we learned through these webinars is there is a true health disparity when it comes to minority women and their level of um, access to care, but how they're impacted when they need care. Uh, we see the rates of um, women who are, um, who die from minority women who die from childbirth, who don't receive care that they need. And those, those, just those two outcomes have a negative impact on communities and families. And so bringing awareness and all of our speakers have been in this space. We have speakers from across the globe who have been studying um, health disparities basically their entire career. And for him to bring um, the opportunity for each of them to not only talk about their experiences in their own communities, but what they've identified in their research, what they're doing to provide solutions in their communities, but also what technology can do to help equal, equalize access to healthcare. So those webinars are powerful and they're not just um, academic or theory you can hear the passion in the voices of all the participants. This is something we are all passionate about, solving these healthcare disparity crises that exist. So you can hear that in those webinars and, and it's all powerful. You know, it's interesting in digital health, we keep hearing this thing that, you know, it's, it's breaking this idea that build it and people will come. And it, it seems like there's sort of this shift towards involving different communities that you're actually serving. You know, what did you see in that? Have you been hearing a lot about that in the space or what does that look like? Yeah. And, you know, the, the timing is, is ideal. And, you know, I know we're in the middle of a, a, a pandemic. But what the pandemic has taught us is it's, it's brought the focus on disparities, particularly in underserved and minority communities. There's always been this epidemic that we've talked about, we know exists to solving health equity issues. What COVID has done is brought even more awareness because now we're all in this together, literally. We're all impacted by this pandemic and it's not just one community, one, one population, it, it's all of us. And so if there's an aspect of a community that cannot get healthcare, then that crosses into the next community that impacts another, another group. And what we realize is healthcare, um, solving healthcare crisis cannot be just in one, one area. It has to be a global initiative because we all impact each other. And I think that's what COVID has highlighted but what it also highlighted was that some communities, some minority groups um, have um, high levels of um, lack of access, high levels of lack of recovery, um, high levels of, and I'm saying it this way because people hear the word lack 
it, we're lacking in so many communities for people to get basic healthcare services. And in order for us to really solve a pandemic, we have to take care of this epidemic that exists in our communities all across the globe. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the other um, sub-themes of the week, like patient identification and, and safety? How does that fit into the, the theme of, of global health equity, and how would better patient identification um, speak to some of these challenges? Sure. So what we did is, um, Jonah, we took um, the opportunities that were already being worked on through public policy, through our government relations team, and talked about how they tie into supporting the theme of maternal health. So for example, <clears throat> if we can get, um, we, telehealth was one of our um, uh, um, topics. Think about what we've seen with telehealth and what telehealth can do to equalize access to healthcare. So we can apply that to maternal health, but we also can apply it to communities who are underserved. We can equalize access to healthcare by bringing telehealth into someone's home, no matter where they are, assuming they have a home, which is another question that goes along with the other topic, social determinants of health. We have to understand a community. And, and as, as you look at those themes that we highlighted for the week, all of them talk about healthcare outside of the hospital. So if you have a patient, and I'm going to get to patient ID and why that's important, but if you have a patient who is visiting multiple healthcare facilities and we need to be able to track a patient and understand their healthcare community, their outcomes, uh, prediction, uh, prevention, then I need as a patient a way to be identified in every system that I'm touching. And so we understand that healthcare does not stop at a hospital. Healthcare happens in a community, it happens at a community center, it happens at the hospital that is then discharging the patient to a home who is asking them to do home monitoring. Then that patient sends their um, data, healthcare data, to a provider. How do we identify and make sure that Denise Hines is always Denise Hines? as my health information is traveling across all of these authorized providers who need to understand the total picture of my health. And so what we understand is health is not just in one place. It is a uh, full health ecosystem that we have to figure out how we're going to make sure I'm safe because you have the correct Denise Hines and you understand my total health record. It really is interesting, the intersection there of technology and policy and and health and how all those pieces need to be in place properly to ensure that everyone gets cared for when they need to be. Yeah, and you know, the other kind of theme that you've been talking about is this idea of global, you know, not this national health equity, but actually global. I mean, what are you seeing on, on that forefront? What, how is it different this year? And, and, and what, what's kind of the progress? What do we see in the future? Oh yeah, absolutely. And again, we pick themes that are global. Um, maternal health is a global issue. It's um, completely aligned with, and, and, and that's why we wanted to make sure we put the word global. Um, we're moving away from national 
national meaning just U.S. based because healthcare is truly global. And we're, we're seeing that um, healthcare crosses borders. Uh, we're seeing that um, people move around and that we can learn from others, no matter where we are, whether we're in the United States or if we're across um, in another country, we can learn best practices and support each other across the globe. And so when we look at HEMS and our membership and what, what HEMS is wanting to be and will be and currently is, is growing across the globe. We, we're pulling in, even through this Global Health Equity Week, we pulled in speakers from across the globe. We're seeing now in healthcare that telehealth can be delivered across the globe. I can sit here where I live in the United States and talk to a provider who lives in a completely different country using technology. So we understand now that, um, yes, we help, healthcare can be delivered locally, but it can be, it can, best practices can be gathered from across the globe. And so global, meaning across the globe, no matter where you are, healthcare, we all need, we need access to healthcare. So this has been a great conversation. As we start to wrap up, I, you, you have mentioned throughout several things that are ongoing that people can still get involved in, but I really want to put it all in one place. Um, if folks are listening, if they, were there for all the webinars and enjoyed the week, or if they missed out and they're bummed about it, how can people get involved in HIMSS's ongoing work around global health equity? Well, they can join the network. Thank you, Jonah, for that, that shameless um, plug here to encourage people to join our network. They can go to um, our website, HIMSS, and um, go to the Global Health Equity Network, and the work will continue. We're, we're also ask, looking for stakeholders and partners we're continuing to grow our communities, and we're going, to, we're going to continue the dialogue, conversations, webinars, virtual marches, um, meetups. We're going to continue that work throughout the year and um, continue to um, rally around causes that we believe that HEMS can help address. And again, we have the power through HEMS, our members, our platform to reach millions of viewers across the globe, um, bring com convening stakeholders each year. I believe we, we at HEMS can focus on these healthcare crises and, and bring forth solutions. And we've seen the overwhelming response to our Global Health Equity Week, and we believe that's just the beginning. So we're looking for everyone to get engaged and involved and welcome them to uh, work with us and, and be with us. Laura, do you have any final questions? I don't think so. I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in the future and just staying in touch over, you know, maternal health has been sort of a project I've been working on from the journalist side. So just kind of staying up to date with what you're doing um, in the future, please. That would be, that would be wonderful. And I, I also want to thank our policymakers um, who, who contributed and participated and helped us um, by um, contributing their voices, their leadership, and uh, their support for maternal health. And uh, I want to make sure I thank them in this, um, in this opportunity to do that. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, both of you. This has been great. Um, we will include, as I said before, some links to all those webinars on demand, um, all those ways to get involved. So as always, check the show notes. Uh, there will be a video version of this podcast available. 
um, if you want to see our lovely faces, and that'll go up uh, hopefully shortly after the uh, the uh, audio version. Um, our video editor is Steve Wyrick. HIMSCast is a production of HIMS Media, the for-profit media arm of the global healthcare nonprofit HIMS. We're all part of the HIMS family. Um, so please check those out. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe. <laughs>